Hello, podcast friends. Welcome back to the Fit to Live podcast. I'm your host, Sydney Tollett, and today we are going to be talking about how to actually lose that last 10 pounds in the new year because I know this is kind of almost like a clickbait topic, but I promise this is going to be such a valuable episode because not only am I going to actually give some tips on how to lose that last 10 pounds, but I'm also going to just provide some context and questions to kind of ask yourself to see if maybe you're focusing on the wrong thing. So we're going to get into a lot in this episode, and honestly, I think that a lot of you guys are going to learn. A lot, even if you're not necessarily looking to lose that last 10 pounds, but maybe you just in general are looking to see more progress in the new year, or if you're a coach and you are dealing with clients who kind of go back and forth between losing that same, losing and gaining that same 10 pounds, or you're that person who keeps losing and gaining that same 10 pounds, I think this episode is going to be very valuable. Before we get into it, just a couple of things. So, number one, I would really, really appreciate that if you get value from my podcast, that you just return the favor by leaving a rating and review and sharing the show in whatever way you want. It could be sending the episode to a friend who might benefit from it. It could be posting it on your social media, whatever. It could also even just be honestly messaging me and telling me what you're getting from the show. But the ratings and reviews are definitely, definitely super helpful. So I greatly appreciate that always whenever you guys take the time to do that. And I believe now on Spotify, it takes like literally two seconds to do. Um, So if you're that person who always hears me say that and hasn't done it and you do get value, I would appreciate you greatly. But anyways, um, one other thing too, before we get on to the actual episode, be sure to add me on social media if you have not already. I'm definitely the most active on TikTok and Instagram stories. So my name on both of those accounts is just Sydney Tollett, S-Y-D-N-E-Y-T-O-L-L-E-T-T. And with that being said, let's get into this episode. So how to actually lose that last 10 pounds in the new year. The very first thing that I wanted to note is that typically that last 10 pounds is going to be the toughest and depending on what level of leanness you're trying to get to may not actually be sustainable year round. And that's not going to be the case for everybody. You know, for some people, that the last 10 pounds that maybe they want to lose is going to be something that's sustainable. But, you know, for some people, especially, you know, depending on, for example, I know like a lot of people kind of more into the fitness industry and they're used to seeing all these like bikini competitors and things like that. And so their normal level of leanness may be like a little bit skewed and the level they're trying to get to may not be sustainable year round. But either way, I would say that the last 10 pounds is the toughest, just like depending what level leanness you're trying to get to may or may not even be sustainable to maintain like for just general lifestyle. Um, So that was like the first thing that I wanted to note. And then now we're going to go into some things to consider and then what to actually do. So you guys know that I am like the queen of context. And so I don't just want to throw a couple of tips out for like how to lose the last 10 pounds without giving the context and things that you may need to be considering because some of you guys may think that what you need 
is a tip to lose another pound in a week, but you really may need a lot of these things that I'm about to go over, but then I am going to get into like actual practical tips. So number one is do you need some time out of dieting? And this could be for a lot of reasons. You know, maybe you've literally been on and off dieting for years and years and you're just mentally fatigued from it. Everything feels like a chore. It feels like something that is not enhancing your life at all. You're not excited about it. You're sick of tracking. You're sick of training. You're just like mentally fatigued. Because I will tell you, getting off that last 10 pounds in that state is never going to be as successful as if you just give yourself a little bit of a break before kind of going into another pushing phase, which I will kind of get to periodization and the importance of that. But do you just like need some time out of diet mode? Because the thing too is if you're mentally fatigued, it's also just going to honestly make adherence harder and it's going to feel like you're pulling teeth to adhere to your plan. So that's something to look at. You know, does your training suck right now? Is your biofeedback across the board just really bad, low energy, poor digestion, all of those different factors? Are you plateaued on low calories and a lot of cardio or are you just having a lot of trouble adhering to your current calorie intake, current cardio amount? Because maybe you are super fatigued from it or maybe you've just gotten to the point where it's so low and so much activity that it's just like not sustainable anymore. So if you fall into these categories, you may just need to take some time out of diet mode for a while, out of a deficit for a while, just come up to maintenance for a little bit and get yourself in a better place. You know, don't keep trying to rush this last 10 pounds if this is like your constant cycle and you're always feeling fatigued and you're just plateaued. Like, you're not going to get a new result by doing the same thing over and over. And so I really encourage you to consider if you just maybe need to take a break from actually dieting and instead focusing on just getting yourself to a better headspace and having less food focus, having less mental fatigue, having better training sessions, like all of these different factors outside of being in a deficit because there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing that. I think that maintenance phases should be so much more like emphasized and celebrated as well, not just like the dieting phases. So Another consideration or something to consider is, and this might uh, ruffle some feathers, hot take, but do you actually need to lose 10 pounds to get to your goal? Maybe, for some people, maybe that 10 pound loss is actually going to get them to like maybe that body comp or whatever that they're thinking, maybe, but maybe not. And for a lot of people, likely not. And this is something that I had to learn. I, I'm sure you guys have um, heard me tell this story, but I remember in college, the first trainer I met at my gym, shout out Michael, he, we went to Whole Foods and he wanted to just kind of like overview my goals. I showed him a picture of Paige Hathaway and, you know, she has like these beautiful muscular legs and just like this amazing physique. And I remember I also was telling him, though, like, I wanted to, like, lose weight. And he was like, you do realize you're going to be, like, 30 pounds more to look anything like that. And I was like, 
blown away. I was like, nope, no way, absolutely not. And I'm not saying that everybody listening to this podcast needs to gain 30 pounds, but that was something that sparked something in me to learn so much more. And I feel like it was such a good experience for me to see that it's not always weight loss that you're thinking. Like that body that you're thinking may not be 10 pounds less. It may be 10 pounds more. It may be a similar body weight, but totally different body comp. Like there's so many different factors. And again, for some people and in some points in their journey, that 10 pound fat loss genuinely might be a big, you know, thing in their physique, especially if it's someone who maybe you or at a muscle development that you are really happy with and you just kind of want to, you know, lean out because you've put on a little bit of body fat. Well, for you, yeah, that that losing that 10 pounds and maintaining the muscle is probably going to be what's going to get you the physique that you're looking at but or looking for. But, I mean, there's so many people, too, who have very low muscular development. And, you know, it may be something where they are building muscle while they're losing fat and they get to their goal over time without it necessarily being 10 pounds down on the scale and it just really depends but it's just something to consider and that's why it's so important to not get too zoned in on a, on a specific number and instead focusing on like the whole picture of progress and one thing that I like to say to my clients and it sounds really obvious is like if I was to put a 10 pound weight in your hand and tell you to step on the scale, the scale would be 10 pounds higher. And I think that that's just a testament to how much, like, we put the scale as this thing that's, like, the scale is showing our body fat, but the scale is showing so much more. Like, if you have undigested food in you, like, there's so many factors. I think I have a whole podcast episode on that, but just don't let that be your, like, only, only thing that you're focusing on because then you may be running after and like chasing this rabbit down a hole that's not even getting you to your goal like you're trying to get to this weight you're trying to get to this weight but then you are doing all of these things that are actually counter to the goal that you have and I see that unfortunately a lot so that's just something to consider and sometimes like I said maybe it is maybe the 10 pounds is going to get you to your goal but maybe not Um, Another thing is, is your goal body truly sustainable? Again, maybe, maybe not. I think this depends on the person, the level of leanness that they're trying to get to. Because, you know, one person, their last 10 pounds, they may have a mindset of just getting to like a nice healthy body weight that they can maintain. But for another person, that quote unquote last 10 pounds may not really be that sustainable. Like for me, my body weight at this moment is a very, very sustainable place. If I wanted to go on kind of a cutting phase to lose 10 pounds, lean out a bit, it's probably not going to be something that I can just like maintain year round while having like a, you know, a sustainable, balanced lifestyle. And like, that's okay. That doesn't mean that I won't do it anyways for fun sometimes. Doesn't mean that, you know, that's bad if I chose to, but you do have to be realistic. Is that goal body truly sustainable? And if it's not, is it worth it for you to put in that work to get there knowing that, okay, I am going to have to be probably more strict with my lifestyle to maintain that. And that's totally up to you, obviously. Um, So is your goal body truly sustainable? Another thing to consider, and then we're going to get into actually like some uh, tangible like to-dos, but a couple of other things to consider would be like water retention and inflammation showing on the scale. So I have literally seen people 
drop six pounds when they start working with me solely from us getting their inflammation down, their water retention down, getting stress off their body. So this can be from things like lack of sleep, uh, chronic stress, overtraining, poor diet quality, eating foods that are making them bloated and backed up all the time, not getting enough water. It can be from such a variety of things, but some so, so often I see people who they haven't made the changes yet to their lifestyle modifications and habits like the sleep and the stress and the diet quality, and they're always just trying to eat less, do more, etc. And so what they're doing, again, they're chasing the wrong thing because maybe they keep trying to eat less or they keep trying these new diets or these excessive volume training programs, and they're not seeing maybe that last 10 pounds, but they would probably actually see a nice drop on the scale and improved body composition, even though it may not be quote-unquote body fat, from simply improving their habits and seeing less water retention and inflammation. So that's like another big consideration is don't just focus on like, what diet can I do How little can I eat? How much cardio can I do to get off this last 10 pounds? But like think about these other things that could be influencing not only the scale, but also how you're looking and feeling. Like I said, the sleep, the stress, the diet quality, the digestion, the hydration, um, the training, all of those different factors are going to be really, really important. So I wanted to preface this episode with all of those things to consider, but now we will get into what to do. So, if you are truly, truly stalled and you feel like you are genuinely being like consistent, you are focused on all those recovery factors that I talked about, you have actually kind of given your last adjustment time to work, like you've genuinely been consistent, you've given it a few weeks and you are like actually stalled and you want to keep going for like that quote unquote, we're just going to call it quote unquote last 10 pounds because as I talked about, it may not actually be that last 10 pounds. Um, But let's just say continue to see progress that you're wanting. Well, what you can do is if you are truly stalled, which I would say 90% of people who come to me, they weren't actually truly stalled, but we would make the necessary adjustments. So that might be um, decreasing calories a little bit. That might be something too, like I've seen people who I take out their free meal for a couple of weeks and then we see things kind of move again. It may be I have them eat more just like simple foods so that we can get out some of the inconsistencies in their tracking. And sometimes it genuinely is. I'm making a calorie drop. Um, It could be an increase in cardio. I typically with my clients am pretty much only going to be using low intensity. Um, If somebody has like amazing recovery and they their biofeedback is in an awesome place. This is very rare (laughs) to get that with somebody just because people have, people have stressful lives and like, it just, especially with females, I don't love using a lot of HIIT cardio, but sometimes it may be adding a few sessions of HIIT. Um, it just, that one does depend on the person. Also depends on the, the time availability that they have. Um, but anyway, so it might be an addition of some cardio, whether that's low intensity or high intensity, um, it might be a drop in food. Like I said, it might be a little mix of both. Um, another thing to make adjustments to is like your non-exercise activity, quote unquote. Um, 
So things like step counts, because one thing that can happen when you're dieting is you just get lazier. <laughs> and so one thing to note or to kind of pay attention to is maybe before you started dieting, you were getting like 8 to 10k steps a day, just kind of like living your life, going on walks here and there taking out your trash, whatever. And then whenever you started dieting, <laughs> you got a little bit lazy. And so now you're averaging four to 5k. Well, one really easy thing that you can do is discipline yourself to keep that step count either where it was or even a little bit higher than where it was before you started dieting. So that's another really good kind of adjustment that you can make. So those would kind of be my three things that I'm looking at would be like food intake and free meals, actual cardio sessions, and then just like more non-exercise activity, kind of just live in daily life type of, you know, movement. So those would be kind of the adjustments that I would look at um, and I know that sounds so simple but that really that really is but then like I said if you are like truly stalled and you're getting to a place where you are so mentally fatigued your food is so low your cardio is so, so high it's probably time to not be dieting for a bit and that's okay like we need periodization so um, some other things that you can do uh, take an honest 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 look and this is probably one of the biggest things I see people you could call this the thing that's preventing people from losing their last 10 pounds or, you know, if we're not focusing necessarily so much on the scale, but more so just the progress that we're seeing, this is still something I see literally holding so many people back. And that is their accuracy and their actual consistency. And so I think it's so important to take an honest, honest look at your accuracy and your consistency. Like, be be for real. If you, <laughs> I'm not going to say the word, but if you listen to TikTok at all, um, be honest and for real with yourself like how accurate are you being with tracking are you guesstimating a bunch of meals out all the time are you eating tons of packaged labels foods that can have I believe I have it somewhere in my notes I don't have it pulled up right now so don't quote me but I believe it's like up to 25 percent um inaccuracies on food labels like they can round I think it's up to 25 percent might be more but anyways yeah are we being accurate are you actually tracking everything are you tracking those extra little bites of your kid's snack that was sitting on the counter like are you being accurate and are you being actually consistent because um your body it, it's gonna and it goes on average so if you are hitting your macros five days of the week but the other two are making your calorie average for the week be at around maintenance, you're not going to see the progress that you want to see from the fat loss perspective. Like, And I know it sucks, but this is one thing that is so, so important to realize is that if you're doing that, you're literally putting in the work to not get the result. And that causes so much frustration. And so taking an honest look at how accurate you're being and how consistent you're actually being is so important. And I think that like free meals can definitely still be worked in and eating out can still be worked in. But if you are trying to lose weight and you're trying to stay in a calorie deficit, especially as you're getting leaner and you're getting closer to that last 10 pounds, you have to be more dialed in. You just have to. Like you can't have as many inaccuracies. You can't have um, as much inconsistency with things as you can when you are just more focused on kind of maintenance habits. So another thing within that is that certain levels of a physique that you're trying to get to are going to call for certain levels of quote-unquote 
perfection on the plan. And I don't like to use that word because everybody, I feel like not everybody, there's definitely people who agree with me here, but I definitely see a lot of people act like you can reach said goal without having to really be like it's always like this fit or 80 20 thing on on Instagram and TikTok I feel like and like that's a great way to just live a lifestyle but when you are like getting off that last bit that you want it may not be as 80 20 like it may be really 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 dialed in and that's okay but this is also why periodization is key and I always tell my clients we have to know when to push on the gas and pull back because what I the last thing I want is for a client to be trying so hard for five days of the week and they're putting in all this work but then they're lacking on the accuracy they're lacking on the consistency within their weekends and so they're putting in the work but they're not getting the progress because their average they're ending up around maintenance or it's just like they're barely in a deficit and it's going so slow that it's getting demotivating, whatever. But that's why I periodize phases because if we're just constantly for the whole year, half in, half out of a diet, that helps no one. They're not going to get the progress that they want and they're going to get so mentally burned out and frustrated, develop a bad relationship with food, bad relationship with social life and all of these different factors. Whereas if we can say, okay, this is my diet phase. I am going to be freaking accurate super consistent, dial in for this, get what I want out of it, and then get out. We don't want to, we don't want to just stay in diet mode. Like the goal is get the fat loss out of it that we want and then get out. (laughs) Um, And this is why periodization is so, so, so key because I mean, honestly, ask yourself, like, do you want to weigh things out to the gram forever just to never see the progress that you really want because you cannot hold yourself disciplined to getting your weekends how they need to be and being accurate with your tracking because at the end of the day that's what's going to happen if you can't really dial in and get super consistent and accurate especially again as we're getting to these like more extreme sides of the diet like those last 10 pounds for example like do you really want to put in all that effort for the week just to not see the progress because that's the last thing that I would want for anybody, including myself. Like if I am dieting, I am freaking doing it. And then I don't really, I mean, it can actually be fun. If you periodize it and you go into it and you're like, because you took time off of it, you're excited and you're ready to crush it. And then you crush it. You get the fat loss that you want, and then guess what? You get to get out of the diet and go back to your (laughs) more like balanced maintenance lifestyle. And so that's why periodization is so, so key because if you don't periodize, I feel like you're just always in this burnt out place and you're not enjoying it and you're not seeing the results, but you're also putting in the work on a lot of the days and it's just, it's just a really sucky place to be. So just realize dieting isn't where we're meant to stay dieting gets us into the deficit it gets gets us the fat loss and whatnot which is great if that's part of your goal but we want to periodize it we won't we don't just want to be in that all the time especially not half in half out of that all the time so yeah take a look within your dieting phases of accuracy and consistency and be sure you're actually planning your dieting phases that way it's not just this like ambiguous year long, I'm always dieting, but never seeing the progress. So remember too, like I said, you may need time out of dieting. 
less overtraining, and just looking at other measures of progress besides the scale, kind of like those things I said to consider before we went into this section. So another thing I wanted to note was that it's also okay to kind of have phases because certain levels may not be sustainable. And this is just, um, this is where I think it comes down when you get to a certain level of leanness, like you're at a healthy place, you're confident with how you look. Those next levels of leanness, you just have to decide what what do you want out of your life and like what's worth it to you? Are you okay with, especially if you're someone who has struggled with anything like hormonal, downregulated sex hormones, etc. in the past, are you okay with maybe backtracking on your progress to get a bit to us to get to a certain level of leanness? Are you okay with having less freedom with social outings and stuff? Not that you can't go, but are you okay with having to be a little more strict with those? Like, and if so, cool. And maybe you say, I am okay with that for a short period of my year, but not the whole year. That's cool too. But then I do think then obviously there's there's kind of that group of people. And then there's the group of people who maybe just want to get to that healthy body weight that they can just be confident in. Like they don't need to get to that, you know, super, super leanness. They're just trying to get to that healthy body weight. And I fully believe that you can get there. You are going to have to be accurate and consistent to get there. But then I genuinely do think that you can maintain that. And I think it is going to be sustainable. Um, I mean, everybody has a little bit different of like um, maintenance points, of course, but uh, I definitely... I don't think that we can compare someone trying to get to like super shredded lean to someone who's just trying to get to like healthy, confident body weight. Um, so yeah, I did want to note that. And then let's see. Oh yeah. Last thing to do as far as losing that last quote unquote 10 pounds, or again, as we can just say, getting the progress that you finally want or finally getting the progress that you want is... We don't just want to get it, but like, do you have an exit strategy and a game plan to maintain it? And again, there may be people who you say, eh, I know I won't be able to maintain this level of leanness for the whole year, but let's say you're getting to just like that healthy, normal place. Do you have a game plan to maintain it? Like, do you have habits in place to maintain it? You know, using moderation when you do eat out, still having discipline in certain aspects, keeping you know, the same similar meal structures, like, do you have those maintenance habits, getting your sleep, staying hydrated, not overtraining, training consistently, like, do you actually have the habits to maintain the fat loss that you're getting, which is why I personally take a lot of time with clients before dieting to establish those habits, but then also do you have an exit strategy from that diet, because dieting is something where you are going to be more strict, you just are. You're going to have to be more disciplined. You're going to have to be more strict. And so I think it's important to know how to transition from that to more maintenance rather than it being dieting to like way overdoing it, losing progress. So we want an extra strategy to kind of reintroduce ourselves into more of that maintenance lifestyle. Um, and I think a lot of people don't do that. They just do the diet and then they're like, all right, peace out. Let me go just eat everything because that was terrible because maybe they dieted in an unsustainable way anyways, whatever. Um, so habits, exit strategies, all of that stuff is super important as well to not only lose that last quote-unquote 10 pounds, I like hate saying that, um, but not just to lose it, but also to maintain it. So that is going to wrap it up for this episode. Um, I do, for my one-on-one -on -one coaching, 
which is going to cover your lifestyle modifications, your nutrition, your macros, your training, your cardio, your stress management, your digestion tips, like literally everything. Um, I do like free consult calls to go over your goals, what the program looks like, the pricing, all of that, basically what it looks like to work with me. Those consult calls are free. You just have to apply and then I will reach out. So I will put my link to apply for my one-on-one coaching with the free consult to see if I can help you with your goals in 2023, especially if you're somebody who's kind of struggling to just get that last bit of progress that you're looking for and learning how to periodize things and how to maintain things and whatnot. So that link will be in the show notes. I'll also put um, a link to my Instagram, TikTok in the show notes as well. But I hope that this episode was helpful and I will talk to you guys in the next one.